0: SECTION 3 OF LETTERS FROM VICTORIAN PIONEERS This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. LETTERS FROM VICTORIAN PIONEERS Letter 3 from J. H. Patterson, Morabee Moraby, 15th of August, 1853 Dear Sir, I only received yours of the twenty seventh ultimo last week, which will account for it not being replied to sooner. It will afford me much pleasure to give your excellency any information in my power on the subjects upon which you require it. In November, eighteen thirty six, I had shipped six cargoes of sheep from V. D. Land to Port Phillip, and landed myself early in December at Williamstown. And finding the country almost totally unoccupied, I took up the Green Hill station about twenty-five miles north, and posted an outstation at what is now called Bacchus Marsh, then without a white inhabitant. Soon after my occupation, say, early in 1837, Messrs. James Clark, Bacchus, White Brothers, and, I believe, Messrs. Powlett and Green, took up country beyond me to the west, called the Pentland Hills and in an exceedingly short space of time that whole country was stocked with sheep from v d land as the arrivals at geelong with sheep pressed up the morrible till they came in contact with the pioneers of williamstown in eighteen thirty eight the white brothers travelled west with their stock in search of another run and took up a country about the wannon but met with great difficulties for the determined ferocity of the aborigines which ended in a conflict and great loss of life to the latter the monsieur's wedge the same year took up a run called the grange south of the whites and also like them experienced great annoyances from the natives in eighteen thirty nine they sold to william forlong who sold to me in eighteen forty at that period the country between that and geelong was very thinly peopled many parts being unoccupied and that that was taken up was thinly stocked the aggressions of the aborigines in that quarter at that time were such as to call for the interference of the crown lands commissioner captain fiennes in october eighteen forty three i took my family to a station on the north of w mollison's which was taken up by messrs dutton simpson and darlot in eighteen forty one or eighteen forty two who sold to rule a builder in melbourne from whom i purchased and called it Turbury, after the aboriginal name of a large hill there this station was in a state of nature and on it i erected very considerable improvements which are now used as an inn called the pick and shovel the country down the Camp Asp to the Murray, and down that river, was first, I believe, settled in 1840, but I cannot speak positively, as I did not visit it till 1846, when I selected some unoccupied country, which I named Pine Grove from the number of pines in that locality, on the plains to the south of the Murray and east of the Mount Hope Creek. At that period the country round was but lightly stocked. Morabe the station on which I now reside was taken up by Captain Hutton about 1838 or 1839 he sold to Daniel Jennings who sold to C H Ebden who only held it about 3 months when I purchased it in August 1851 at a very high rate under the firm conviction that the orders of her gracious majesty would be carried out in the fullest integrity towards the occupants of crown land termed squatters the Aborigines have invariably shown themselves hostile to the settlement of new country, but became more reconciled as their intimacy increased with the Europeans. I have always been favorably disposed towards them, and tried to encourage those that visited my stations in habits of industry by rewarding them well when they did exert themselves, and I would have been most pleased had I succeeded in ameliorating their condition— but I regret to add I found all my endeavours fruitless, and extraordinary to say, with civilization they are so fast decreasing from a constant warfare kept up amongst them, together with disease, that in an extraordinary short space of time I believe the race will become extinct. Should the foregoing remarks prove of any service to your excellency, it will afford gratification to your most obedient servant, J. H. Patterson. To His Excellency, C.J. Latrobe, Esquire. End of section 3